This is episode 25 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. Today is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Don't you wish you could just go back to your summer job you had as a teenager or maybe even after that? Weren't they so much fun? Kind of, I guess. Uh, what was yours, Therese? Did you have uh, summer jobs as a teenager or, you know, even even into your yeah. early 20s or something? So probably my first summer job was working at Camp Catapalua. Um, Whoa, say that again. Camp. <laughs> exactly. Camp Catapalua. Oh. oh, you said camp. I got it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah I love that word. Um, yeah. And so I was like a counselor in training and then a counselor and it was a lot of fun, um, but really hard. There was this one really super steep hill that I remember that it was like, Ugh, every day, you know, <laughs> going <laughs> up and down. Um, there was also leeches in the pond, and Ooh. that was kind of gross. There were little tiny ones, but still, that's just something you have to experience in life, I guess, right? <laughs> and right. then when I got a little older, I worked at a cookie shop in College Town near Cornell. Oh, yeah. And it was a little bit bougie in that we had Haagen-Dazs ice cream, which has a really super high fat content, mm -hmm. which means that it's really hard to scoop. So oh, there's nothing yeah. worse than like the hot summer days of Ithaca and having to scoop high <laughs> fat content ice cream. <laughs> and then and then I worked in radio when I was in high school. And then once I started doing that job, I kind of stopped all the other ones because why would you want to do anything other than this? Oh. Yeah, it's true. I always say it beats work. Um, right. So that, I, from this kind of still to this day, right. you will never catch me buying Haagen-Dazs ice cream. <laughs> okay. So you worked at a camp. Tim, did you work at a summer I, camp at all? Uh, not a summer camp, but I did work at a campground. Okay. So like, yeah, like public campgrounds. And that was, it's kind of funny because you mentioned summer jobs. Like, oh, wouldn't you love to go back to that? And the funny thing is, I remember it now with all these fond memories. It was so much fun, all this stuff. And I, I think, I wonder if that's really accurate to how I felt then. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of times when we look back on things that are from our younger years or from years past, we tend to kind of gloss them up. And I think that's a good thing to remember the memories, the, the good parts of the memories. But yeah, that was a, a really enjoyable time working. Basically, uh, the way I see it now is... I got paid to be in God's creation every day. Now, if you had asked me back then what it was I did, I would have told you I weed whacked and I mowed lawns and I cleaned bathrooms and I took out trash and did the whole garbage man thing. And there were parts of that that did not look like the beauty of God's creation. Certainly. But there were other aspects of it that were really special and things that you, you just can't plan for uh, having connections that might go a lot longer than just a summer job. I've got a friendship from that job that I cherish to this day and never would I have ever imagined that uh, that would have come out of a summer working at a public campground. See, Tim has such a better perspective than me. If I had just looked at those leeches and that giant hill as part of right. God's creation, right. I would probably have much better memories of it. I don't, I guess, I guess God did make leeches and that giant hill could only be his handiwork. Thank you, it. Lord, for hills and leeches. Oh, I feel never... a song coming on or something. <laughs> I'm thinking of camp, a couple of camp experiences that I had as far as working. One, 
The first one was it was actually a uh, Timmy would appreciate this a sports ball camp. Uh, oh. It was a basketball camp for two summers, but so it was an overnight camp. But I I was also I was not only a camper, but they also had those combination camper workers like you. You worked as part of your tuition uh, to go to the camp. So the bad part about that is that while all the other campers uh, would go have their fun free time, we had to work getting the meals ready or cleaning up after the meals or, you know, or we served the meals. And after they left, you know, we got our meals and that kind of thing. So you had to work your way through. But the one thing I remember about that is I always to this day will call any kind of juice that you make from a mix because oh, okay. the because the guy maybe this is a camp thing it was my first experience at it though uh-huh. but the guy who ran the camp always called it bug juice yes yeah? I knew you were gonna say bug oh. juice bug juice yeah. goes, who, oh. got the, who has the bug juice Ooh. who has yeah. the bug juice whether it was like Kool Aid or punch exactly. or tang or yes. whatever it was they were all just bug juice it's yeah. always bug oh, juice that's yeah. fun yeah that's that's kind of until news. there's an actual bug in it then it's not <laughs> then it's not as not as, not <laughs> as so much that fun is God's creation those that's bugs, right so. uh, those bugs were much easier to go down than the leeches don't want leeches in your bug juice right. You don't want that. The other camp was in during during uh, my latter years of high school. I worked at one of those summer camps where the kids would come to a, a school for was it all day? I can't even remember now if it was all day or just in the morning. But, you know, we did sports activities and different things like that. And the kids came and and had fun and played. So, yeah, there was the camps and and, and all those things. And then, of, then, of course, there was the this is my favorite uh, summer job for a couple summers during college was the telemarketer yes i was one you of those i was a telemarketer i called you and your parents at dinner time oh always dinner time how did you wow. time that so well i don't know because that's where our hours were <laughs> that's so funny yeah from six remember? to nine at night six to nine at night was that so we would always call it nighttime dinner time and whatever yeah do you remember <laughs> what you might have made during any of those jobs like i think camp counselor like the whole summer was maybe like a couple hundred dollars at most. Yeah, I mean, I, it was like mm, one check and way yeah. under minimum wage, you know, because you were like a special class of worker. You I, know? I did learn that because of those other jobs, then I went into the, as the latter, the latter job was the telemarketer. You did make more money doing mm, that, although it was strictly commission. It was sales. Oh, so I did okay. learn that lesson in life is like if you can sell something, no matter what it is, chances mm. are the, the money there is OK. Now, there might be some weeks where you make like nothing. Right. Or very little. Mm. And then mm. there's other weeks where you might make a lot. Mm. So uh, so I learned that lesson in life about sales and how that all works. I hadn't really had an education in that up until that point. Uh, I, uh, interesting. I don't know if you call it a life lesson, but uh, something I've certainly learned a lot from came from, uh, in a disconnected way, my summer job earnings. Mm. Because I didn't really have much to do with that money that I did earn at the campground. And so it, it stuck around for longer for, than that year. I didn't use it that summer, all the money from that job at the campground. It wasn't until uh, the next summer that I was uh, dating someone, uh, someone by the name of Trinity, who you'll know now is my wife. And uh-huh. those summer wages went to her engagement ring. Oh, so uh, the life lessons, I don't know if I'm going to attribute my campground summer job with everything I've been blessed with and being married to Trinity. Uh, I think there's there's more to credit than just that. However, it is a significant, a significant payout from uh, <laughs> what was saved from that summer of working at camp. Ooh. You never know.
That's a good bonus right there. That's perks. That's perks <laughs> that's, from the summer job. job perks. And Therese didn't have to get paid a lot. She got to eat ice cream and cookies. Well, and it was yeah, a workout, no. too, all at the you same never, time. You would never want to eat cookies or ice what? cream if you worked in one of those places because you'd be so tired of them. And you only <laughs> scoop with one arm. So my right <laughs> arm to this day yeah. has more muscle than my left arm because that's my scooping hand. I was going to ask you that question about not about your muscular arm. I was going to ask that. <laughs> I was going to ask the question about, and I've heard that about people that work in food service. When you work around it all day long, yeah, no, you no tend interest. to get tired of it. It's mm-hmm. like I never talk after we're done on the radio in the mornings. I'm silent <laughs> right. the rest You're of the day. My wife wishes I didn't talk <laughs> the rest of the day after I get off the radio. But I wish I had. Here's the wish. Did you Were you going to say something, Teresa? I mentioned the pay because I've been reading about trends with teenagers and work. And especially uh-huh. during the pandemic, there was a huge dip in the number of teens who were working. And there was kind of this thought of like, do teenagers even have to work anymore? Do they even have summer jobs? Mm. But by this year, something really interesting had happened because so many adults didn't return to their positions after the pandemic. Right. Teenagers have been able to step into those roles and they're making some great money. If mm. you have a teen that is looking to work this summer, like they can they can get engaged and pay for college and get a car. I mean, they can do a lot with what they could earn just in one summer. You know, things have really changed since we were working our little summer jobs. Hmm. Wonder what babysitters get these days. I don't know about this. A lot more than the $2 an hour that I I used to get. Yeah, Yeah. I was thinking. But I wish I look back to those days and I said, you know, and we have to remind ourselves of this as adults going to work every day. I wish I had the attitude going to that job that was in my heart that knew that I wasn't going to go work for that camp. Mm. I wasn't going to work, you know, for this school or I wasn't going to go work for this telemarketing company. In my mind, in my attitude, and I still need that today, is I'm going to work for the Lord. That's where my focus should be. And when you're going to say, okay, God, I know I may not like part of this, what I'm going to do today. And I know this person or that person or this mm. situation will be frustrating and, and, and that kind of thing. Or as a telemarketer, for heaven's uh, sake, if I get yeah. yelled at by somebody, which will happen, and I'm going to do that, if I have the attitude of like, okay, Lord, I'm not doing this, I'm doing this for you. So what right. kind of attitude can I show toward my coworkers? toward other people I come in contact with. I think if, what I don't think, I know because God's word says it, when you approach it that way, it's so much healthier and you get so much more out of your job. You actually look forward to it to say like, how else is God going to use me in this yucky situation that I'm going into today. When you're scooping ice cream for the Lord, Mm -hmm. everyone gets an extra scoop. I love it. I love that. It's a cherry on top. You might even (laughs) see an extra leech if you're uh, crawling up a... (laughs) (laughs) Just stick with bug juice. (laughs) If you're looking for fun, hope, and encouragement, you've come to the right place. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. A lot of encouragement. I suppose there will be okay well it's kind why of working you, why are you being why are you being so quiet Tim? well it's a it's a test it's it's a whisper test okay i'm gonna stop because it's a little creepy but uh it can be <laughs> encouraging too just moderately so the whisper test goes like this if you whisper to somebody i mean not like in normal whispering circumstances when you're all trying to be quiet like in the middle of the day you whisper to somebody well they're likely to whisper back okay and you can just kind of test this today maybe have fun with somebody who you work with you just greet them in a whisper they're probably going to whisper back to you it's just psychology we tend to do that if somebody else is whispering we think oh there must be a good reason to be quiet right now and just kind of test our response that we speak like we're spoken to so you're saying if we whisper 
other people around us will whisper. Yeah, that's basically how it works. Do you think this works with children who are on <laughs> vacation? <laughs> it's, it's very juicy. It just might. It depends. If you make it into a game, Shh. perhaps. Ashley in Cortland is an expert, a teacher, and she <laughs> says this whispering technique, yes. It would tend to get, you know, elevated and upset, especially in English class, because it's a challenging class for kiddos, and they would get loud. And um, instead of getting louder than them, I would get quieter and quieter until I was whispering like this. And they would get quieter to hear me. Things that are whispered, we naturally want to hear. Yeah. So it works, what you're saying. I mean, it works. works. It works. Whispering works. Of course we're happy. You're here. Why wouldn't we be? Thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life go into any crowded area and sneeze and everybody's head will whip around because they're like what do you have are you going to spread it to me and it just it got me thinking about the phrase bless you somebody sneezes you say that and that goes back to this idea that somehow like these evil spirits were trying to purge themselves from your body which is a weird thing and then you would say bless you because you were actually asking for like God's blessing okay. on them because of what was. And so I don't know. I thought that was kind of maybe it's an idea we could let go. What would you say instead of bless you when you hear somebody sneeze? Who's this? Hello, my name is Charlie and I live in Alfred Station, New York. Bless you. What I like to say is wipe your sniffer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good <laughs> advice. Yeah, that is a nice thing to say. To <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. We love you. Bye. Uh, this is Joanne in Houghton, New York. What I said when I lived in Bolivia on two-year short-term mission. Salud, which means good health to you. Oh, oh I good like that. Oh, beaver dam. <laughs> what do you say when somebody sneezes instead of bless you? Um, uh, duck. Duck. <laughs> duck. <laughs> Run for cover. Um, I'm Cindy Shirley, and I live in the town of Maine. <laughs> oh. What do you say instead of bless you? Gesundheit. Yeah. Do you know what that means in German? No. It means good health. So that's a very nice thing to say to somebody. I guess you could just say good health, right? Why would you say good health when you can say Gesundheit? I mean. (laughs) It's Steve, Therese, and Tim helping you to rise up on family life. A friend you can turn to. They were funny to look at, but it, it's really nothing to laugh at. Those tiny little T Rex arms. And why did they? Yeah, why did they have those? Well, we're asking that question all over again because another kind of like Tyrannosaurus relative was found recently, mm. called the the Maraxis gigas. It's a huge, big old dinosaur, big scary teeth, and big old mm-hmm. chomping head, and tiny little arms. Itty why did these? Arms. Why did these threatening big dinosaurs that looked like they were so vicious have such tiny arms? Well, we we still don't know. One reason they could have been designed that way is because and this is where we don't laugh at it anymore. They were really serious about their food, about their eating. And when they would get together and get a little feeding frenzy going on, Maybe they didn't want any arms getting in the way because, you know, when you're you're trying to eat that other tinier dinosaur, you don't want to end up eating your buddy's arm along oh, with it. So tinier okay. arms could kind of help. That's seriously one reason they think maybe they had these teeny tiny arms. Right. Well, and plus it's, it's challenging when you want to... Mm participate and show everybody how happy you are. (laughs) (laughs) He's happy and he knows it, but he can't clap his hands.
Here we go. It's another new day. You're listening to Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Norma from Port Allegheny. All right. Chances are your kindergarten teacher was a woman. That's because 95% of kindergarten teachers are female. There's another profession that's tied at number one for female employees. What is it? Nursing. Not it. Mm, sorry. Nope, more and more men Not becoming nursing. nurses. That's right. Not it. Melissa from Punxsutawney. My guess is waitress. Uh, Ooh, that's not it, but that's a great guess. Sorry. Yeah, thanks for trying. <laughs> Xavier, Naples, uh, child care worker. Ooh, not it. Sorry. That's a great guess. Yeah. Uh, Janet, and I'm from Clarion, Pennsylvania. I would say secretary. No, <sighs> like an administrative assistant. Yeah. Not that high. Yeah. Norma from Port Allegheny. I'm going to think now a hairdresser. Nope. Leroy Anderson, guys, Mills, uh, second guest here. <laughs> Here's the answer. Are you ready? 95% ready. of dental hygienists ah, are women. Sorry, I just like to do the bell. I know. And it's funny because when you hear kindergarten teacher, you probably think back to your kindergarten teacher and you're like, oh, yes. And you smile. Yeah. Yeah. But when you think of anything that has to do with the dentist office, you're probably like, uh. But really, we should smile when we think of our we dental should. hygienists. You get to know them and you can have conversations about, like, oh, And by the end of that, you know, kind of somewhat awkward, mumbly conversation, (laughs) one sided, you've got a great smile that you can remember them by. There you go. (laughs) As refreshing as that first sip of coffee in the morning, this is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life.